0: the guests that are present as well as the department uh, which is present today. Um.
1: Okay,
0: Um, before any further delays honorable members, um can I check, I know it's a Friday today. Can I check, are there any apologies?
1: Good morning, honorable chair, honorable members and our guest. Just one apology chair from Mr. Masale. He is on the platform and would like to be excused by half past 10 as he's boarding a flight. Thank you, chair.
0: Okay.
2: Chairperson. My name. Chairperson, I have a similar problem. Um, and if we're not done by the time I need to leave, please would you excuse me as well? What's the time? Uh, Chair, I need to be out of here about 10 o'clock. OK, no, let's, but let's see. see how we go. Thank you. Thank this you. This
0: is a progressive COVID, I know. Uh, uh, Mr. Kotze and uh, Ms. Boss, can we see the agenda, please? Okay. Oh, sorry, uh, parliamentary service. I forgot that you were here. Oh, no. Now I'm reminded. Uh, I see, honorable members were just dealing with issues that relate to the legal opinion, specifically with regards to legislation. Uh, members, uh, after the were adopted, there was an issue which uh, emanated, arose with regards the status of the bill that the, the department has briefed us. We therefore requested legal services. I don't think it's going to be a long meeting. Can I advocate Jenkins and your team? Uh, welcome. Uh, can I then give it to you uh, in terms of your, 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 your legal
3: opinion on the, the matters or two matters that were referred to you? Uh, Thank you. Good morning, Chairperson and Honourable Members. Uh, Thank you for the opportunity, Chair. My colleague, um, Mr. Tatiana, is here, uh, Andile Tatiana, and he's going to take the committee through the opinion that we did um, for you. Thank you. Uh, Good morning, Honourable Chairperson, uh,
4: Honourable Members and good morning to my colleagues as well. Chairperson, I'll try to summarize. Uh, I think primarily, Chair, there were two legal questions uh, that were posed, I mean, to legal services regarding this matter. And I think I'm going to uh, confine myself, Chair, to those two questions. The, 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 the first question, Chair, is about the legal implications of, las- of, of lapsing of a bill. Um, I, won't, I won't have much uh, in terms of giving you the entire background because I know for the fact that the committee um, um, is aware of what the background is to this matter. Safe to say, Chair, that we, we, we deal with that in terms of our opinion uh, at paragraph 17, where we submit that uh, the information that, that has been placed before us indicates that the MPRD amendment be lapsed uh, at the end of April 2019. And we, we say, say that the effect of this is that the bill um, became invalid and there's no force or effect. <clears throat> uh, this is due to the fact that a bill by its nature is draft legislation or proposed legislation of Parliament um, uh, that has been introduced in Parliament. We say a bill is not law, uh, uh, and, and not all bills become uh, ads or law. Uh, some bills, do laps as this one, uh, and need to be reintroduced uh, if there is a need to do so. The, the, the issue that I want to raise in relation to that as well is that uh, if you go to the rules, and I want to liken this, Chair, if you may allow me to draw this uh, analogy uh, to a marriage, Chair. I mean, you know, Chair, that uh, if you want to end a marriage when two uh, spouses are still alive, there are certain formalities which one has to um, uh, undertake. And I think if you look at Rule 277, Chair, which speaks to the notice with flowing proposed legislation. It sets out uh, uh, when the bill is live uh, before, the, before the house, what should be done. But I think in this instance, uh, you have a situation where the bill has lapsed. And if, if, I, if I were to take you back to the analogy I made regarding marriage, is that when one of the spouses dies, I mean, the marriage uh, comes to an end. So, so that is wide interpretation in terms of uh, question one. Um, and then question two, Chair, uh, relates to whether it is uh, legal to designate a non nonexist- existing company to implement certain aspects, uh, of, of, uh, certain aspects of legislation. And we deal with that, Chair, uh, in paragraph 20 uh, to 24 uh, of the legal opinion. Uh, if, if, if you look at the bill, Chair, you will see that at 111.1 uh, and 2. It, it, it says that this act is called the Upstream Petroleum Resources Development Act 2021 and comes into operation on a date fixed by the President by proclamation in the gazette, and, and, and subsection 2 says defense, different dates may be so fixed in respect of different provisions. Um, <clears throat> and we say so in terms of the In terms of the uh, Interpretation Act, particularly Section 13, subsection 3, uh, uh, it provides that if any any act provides, that that act shall come into operation on a date fixed by the president or the premier of a province by proclamation in the Gazette, it shall be deemed that different dates may be so fixed in in respect of different provisions of that act. and we say, chair, that the legal effect uh, of, of that provision is that uh, the law allows the designation of a non-existing company to implement uh, certain aspects of legislation. However, we say, chair, the sections of the UPRD bill that deal with the SOE in question cannot be promulgated up until the entity is established. Uh, now, there's a, there's another issue, chair, which relates to this, which I want to deal with as well and sometimes I know it, it, it creates confusion, is the issue of who is the promulgating authority chair uh, in terms of um, uh, legislation. And, 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 and I know chair this sometimes brings uh, some, some confusion. The, the fact of the matter chair is that uh, when, when the president pro- promulgates, the president does that on behalf of parliament. So in actual fact, it's parliament that is the promulgating authority. And I want to take you chair to paragraph 12. Um, of the Pharmaceutical Manufacturers Association Judgement, uh, where it says, what the Consul Court said, often as in the present case, administrative preparations are required to be made as a prerequisite to bringing the legislation into effect. And it is best left to the executive branch of government to determine uh, when the appropriate time has arrived. In the constitutional structure of this country, it is the president, as the head of the executive branch of government, who is the appropriate person to whom to delegate that power. However, the power that he exercises in that regard is one that is delegated to him by parliament and not one that is conferred upon him by the constitution. Chair, um, we, we then say that in terms of our advice, um, which is captured Chair, uh, from paragraph 25 to, to paragraph 27 of the opinion, we say that in view of the foregoing, a bill is not law and the legal effect of its lapsing is that it is invalid and of no force or effect. Uh, the law allows the designation of a non existing company to implement some, some aspects of legislation. However, the sections of the UPRD bill that deal with the SOE in question cannot be promulgated up until the entities. Is established put differently those sections that deal with soe in question can be passed by parliament and ascended to and signed by the president but cannot be promulgated up until the entity is established we so advise chair thank you very much
0: don't rush us are we are still dealing with this honorable members Let me then say, when we dealt with this issue, we were called by the department, the concern was about the MPRDA amendment bill, which was referred to the uh, committee by the, but it was referred back to parliament by the president. Um, And then subsequently the committee dealt with it, it went to the NCOP, the fifth parliament came to an end, Uh, the, legal challenge was whether can you then deal with a, a bill uh, that uh, takes or comes from a bill that was not finalized therefore we needed clarity on the on the status of the mprd amendment bill um, which is why we asked legal services the second thing was the fact that on the, on the bill that is being proposed, the upstream petroleum development, the upstream the petroleum resources development bill, there's reference to a, state, a state-owned national petroleum company, which at this stage we don't have it. Now the question was whether the bill, if we proceed with it, won't have little implications if, if we take to take that tune. I am not sure whether honourable members would want to to have questions of clarity. I hope uh, Mr. Jenkins and Mr. Teganya, you will also raise the, clarify the matter. The difference on this on the MPRD amendment bill is that it went through the National Assembly, it was passed, it went through the NCOP, it was returned by the President um, on the grounds that it. Does not meet certain requirements. One, at the level of the ncop that there was no proper consultation. The second part was that from even the National Assembly, there was no. There were substantive issues. Those include the issues that uh, relate to international agreements that the country has, and so forth So, it's not the same. I, I realize when we we're dealing with this thing that it's not the same like a bill introduced by the minister whether now a bill referred back by the president can, can just lapse simply because the fifth or the administration had come to an end at that period. But let me check with honorable members whether they do have other questions with regard to the legal opinion. I can't see hands uh, here it seems your your advice is, uh, is 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 an acceptable one just clarify me this with the small part and also <clears throat> on the promulgation because my understanding the promulgation is the last step by the by the president and what if the president returns it back and say it does not meet the constitutional master on the basis that it makes reference to the point that you were talking about and therefore is it possible that the, uh, the promulgation is, 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 or how that selective process on the promulgation uh, 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 ensues? Let me give it to you, Mr. Ndechan and Mr. Champions. I can see there's no response on the matter for now.
4: Good morning, Sir again. Chair, for me, I mean, to be, I mean, to, 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 to simplify the matter. For me, Chair, uh, the fact of the matter is that it's a bill. As I said, Parliament is the promulgating authority. The President does it on behalf of Parliament. Uh, whether the bill has been referred back by the President and so on, the fact of the matter is that it remains a bill. And when it lapses, Chair, uh, it means that it has got no um, legal force or effect. Thanks, Chair. Uh,
0: then uh, I'm answered. It is a, it is, it remains a bill. Okay. You
3: wanted to come in, Mr. Jenkins? Yeah, just, thank you, Chair. Um, Just specific to your question, I mean, if the President, if he has a constitutional concern about the establishment of the, um, of the company in there, I mean, one will deal with it then, um, as per the constitutional procedure, but I can assure you that it's really, it's that act of bringing the, Legislation into operation, not even the signing of it, but the bringing it, the promulgation. If at that point you cannot give effect to the legislation because certain regulations are not in place or that company is not established, then we'll have a problem like like, like the the court case that my colleague um, Mr. Tachana referred to. But as it stands at the moment, it, it's not a problem. And um, the bill that laps, as, as Mr. Tejana said, it's it's. It's dead until the house decides to revive it. Um, uh, but but now that we have a bill before us, even that decision from the house, one will question because we have a bill before us which we can work with. So so I think we are on on solid ground. Chair, thank you very much.
0: Okay, thank you very much. Uh, uh, legal services uh, for you. At least now we are on the clear. We can continue and move on. Can I then take members to one matter, uh, Ari? I think this this one last is just to confer to, to members, um, because it's just a, an instruction or a correspondence to us. Ari? Yes. Honorable members, I just received, I think I did receive the letter from the House Chair. Uh, I don't think the letter was only for my attention. Now, this I won't go to many of the things. It says, as you are aware, the mining company Glencore has pledged guilty before the U.S. authority on charges of corruption in a number of countries where it operates. Glencore International has pleaded guilty and agreed to pay 1.1 1.1 billion US dollars, equivalent to 18.4 million, in fines and penalties for corrupt practices in dealing with foreign governments. The international company made headlines around the world for corruption and a bravery network that sought to advance the company's international influence. Glencore is a major role player in the mining sector in South Africa and its. South African representative, Mr. Ivan Kleisenberg, uh, should be in a position to clarify their local activities with Parliament. It would be appreciated if you could please appraise my office as to how the committee intends exercising its oversight responsibilities relating to this matter, as enshrined by the Constitution of the Republic of South Africa and the rules of the National Assembly. Yours sincerely, that is from the House chairperson. I can say, honorable members, I didn't want to send a correspondence, but I know the answer would be simple. If the members agree with it, that uh, I will be able to say the committee last week, or this week, I'm saying last week, this week uh, on the 30th, Yes dealt with the matter and uh, the matter has been referred for legal and research to the legal and research units of parliament so that uh, they will be able to guide. But uh, I think it will be enough to say the committee has initiated a process to deal with the matter and it will give feedback as and when it is necessary. But can I leave it to you so that if I, I don't speak wrongly on your behalf, Honorable Lorima, is there any other hand Okay, let me hear you, Honourable Lorimer.
5: Yeah, thanks, Mr. Chair. I mean, I, I agree with your, your, the step you proposed as a first step. But in a sense, we're not really making any decisions uh, about what to do. And I, and I think we need to start thinking about that. The situation is that uh, Glencore has proved itself to be uh, involved in massive bribery across the world. We know that we've had issues um, with bribery of officials in our country. Um, it is a fair assumption that that may well have happened here. So the question is, do we now go back to every license that has been issued to Glencore, every inspection uh, that has taken place at a Glencore mine, and and look and see whether it was justified or not? Um, so that would be the, the correct thing to do. It's quite a lot of work. It's not something the committee can do. I don't think it's something we can ask the DMR to do. Because I mean, then we are asking them to investigate themselves. Um, I don't think we can, at this stage, get Glencore in because you know they're very likely to deny it. Um, it's almost like we need a third party to conduct that investigation. I, these are just thoughts, Mr. Chair. I, I put them out there.
0: Thank you for your thoughts. Can we? I hope we know that you have already commissioned legal services and uh, to also give us the parameters and. Um, uh, the research I think when the research they come and present to us as well as then we will take the I think that's when the committee takes a decision on what route to take if we need a third party uh, or some other support system it's common knowledge but let me not enter that that terrain I know sometimes it's common it's it's a common knowledge that we are asked to do something when we ask for the for support system is nowhere to be found. Honorable pula and then honorable Maylan
6: no, uh, thanks, uh, Comrade Chairman. Greetings to you, as our Chair, and colleagues on the platform. Chair, I think the suggestion that you have came with is the best suggestion that we need to wait for legal and research to then come back to us. Once they've come back to us, we can then input as a committee based on what research is saying and what the legal, le- legal is saying on the best way, way forward to deal with this matter of claim. But I want to emphasize that we will not uh, play kids' gloves on this matter. We will give it the necessary attention that it deserves. So I think let's not jump the gun. Let's not play, let's not let's not be ahead of ourselves. Let's wait for that for that which we are saying we must wait for. Once we have received it, it will then empower us as this committee on the best way to deal with this matter. But we will be sealed with this matter and we'll, we'll deal with it to it to its satisfaction. Thanks, Chairperson.
2: Thank you, Chairperson. Chairperson, I just want to draw your attention to, to one of the facts in this matter, and that is that Glencore has pled guilty to a number of charges in the US of corruption yeah. in various countries. And I think a, a good starting point for our um, investigation, or whatever you want to call it, or our, our research, let's call it research at this point, a good starting point would be to, to obtain any documentary evidence um, or plea agreements or uh, settlement agreements or whatever it might be that the U.S. has in this regard, um, specifically the Securities and Exchange Commission of the United States and whoever else may be involved in this matter. Thank you, Chair. Ooh. Thank you,
0: Honorable My name, I'm sure the search and legal services here. Yeah, I, I know even myself in my mind, I've always been having that. My own nightmares on uh, what could be the best, uh, but I'm sure. Let's 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 just uh, leave it for now at that at that level. Can I then then let's let's agree that we'll write to the House Chair and say, this committee has started just has initiated has started the process of uh, how to deal with the matter, and I will then outline what what steps have been taken. On that note, honourable members, uh, Chair, I don't. Before
1: you close, I saw the hand of Mr. Masauli. I don't know whether he put it down again.
0: Oh, I didn't see. <coughs> Mr.
1: thanks, Chair. Um, <clears throat> before you closed on the matter, I wanted to suggest that uh, we probably need to take uh, Honourable Lorima's point uh specifically on the investigations around the licenses the issuing of licenses and bear in mind that he has a point that uh, we can't ask that from the department because the department would be investigating itself but as a point of reference i think we must agree that the legal services and the research that would be done to pave a way on how we deal with this matter. Must also look at how we can approach that point, was a very important point. That I think will be central into the consequences of uh, uh, all these things that uh, we are hearing about that, uh, in fact, things that they have confirmed in other countries that they do. Thank you very much.
0: Okay, no, no, no. That's, that, that's 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 accommodated, and fortunately, there. Uh, yeah. On that note, honourable members, uh, sorry, honourable members, I really didn't see your hand. Uh, at least you are even uh, an hour and five minutes before, and honourable, lamb uh, is even uh, thirty-five minutes before the time he requested an apology. On that note, honourable members, the meeting stands adjourned. Thank you very much.
1: Chair.
6: Have a lovely weekend, and other
0: colleagues. <laughs> oh, you wanted us to remain behind? Hey, sorry. Yes, chair. Yes, I nearly left you. And Frankie and Andy, as well, chair. We should just adopt them in this committee. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but okay.
1: Ah, but okay. hey, let's hope the if issue does not cause divisions uh, to your side. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.
0: <laughs> yeah, justice must remain is correct. Majan <laughs> Oh, i an president. Bye bye.